all bad things. Tragedy. Tragedies, disasters. That's bad things. Trigger warning for everything possible. What? Hello. I'm David. I'm Rachel. And this is All Bad Things. And welcome, everybody. Welcome. You can follow us on all your favorite social meds at... Insta, Twitter for now, Facebook, TikTok, and Twitch at All Bad Things Pod. Email us allbadthingspod at gmail.com. Join our Facebook discussion group and our Discord. Do all of those things mm-hmm. in no particular order. <laughs> or whichever order you deem fit. Indeed. <clears throat> yes. Um, if you listened to last week's episode, mm-hmm. we did that about... We Three, recorded that four hours ago. <laughs> four hours ago. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> we decided to go ahead and bang this one out because I will be gone for a couple weeks. Nice. Um, for anyone who does not follow our social meds, uh, my grandpa died. We're recording this on December 22nd. My mm-hmm. grandfather died this afternoon. We it was a long runway. We knew it was coming and we even knew it was kind of coming today so not a big shock still sad but he would not yeah. have wanted to linger that's for sure so mm-hmm. um so to uh to chief norris battalion chief miami dade rest fire rescue back in the day yes and uh pray for me <laughs> for the next couple weeks in dealing with the family yes. <laughs> regarding this. But um, <clears throat> if you would like to hear my grandfather, listen back to the um, uh, Hurricane yeah, what, Andrew uh, that's episodes. What it, that's yeah. What it was. Yeah. Wow. That is. That was like five like years of, ago. That's like one of our mm-hmm. first 10 or 15, something like that. Yep. Yep. Yes. It's uh, very sad news, but yeah, unfortunately, we did know it was coming. Yeah. So. We really did. And uh, so. A very Merry Christmas and mm. Happy New Year to all. We'll, we'll do a redo down yes, the road. next year. Yeah. <laughs> when, when Christmas comes next year. Exactly. So, but yes. So, yeah. Very sad news, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah. 86 is uh, it's a pretty good yes, run. Yes, he did live to be 86 years old. Yeah. And, which, and uh, married to my grandmother for 52 years. And it was their second marriages. So that's pretty darn good. See, sometimes the uh, second... Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to... No. I'm not going to make any judgment calls on that. Yeah. But well, they, they stayed married. There's that. <laughs> we all know people who have been... Well, <clears throat> I actually do know personally a couple people that have been married for a second time. So... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. it works out for plenty of people. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. So what? What doth you be drinking? <laughs> a glass of water. Mm, I see. <laughs> it was either that or it was a pint of vodka, and I was like, man, I don't, I don't think, I don't think we have vodka in the house. Nope, nope. It could have been gin. <laughs> it could have. That's true. But no, been. no, I am going to try. We shall see. But try to uh, remain. A non-drinker during this time. I think it's just a... It'll make me more able to be on call for any necessities. Plus, I get more morose when I drink. Versus I can handle things a little better when I don't. So... Yeah. So I shall remain sober. Get to bed at a reasonable hour. And start 
the 12 hour drive tomorrow <laughs> yes yes so in the last episode mm-hmm. that we recorded earlier today uh by lee hutch author yes. of so others may live and molly's song i mentioned that um <clears throat> it, as it turns out this episode we're about to do in that episode had something in common uh, well, it actually has two things in common. This is kind of a prequel. Okay. Which I'm not sure if we've ever done before. Uh-huh. And uh, yes, there is a landmark that shows up in this episode as well as what did in the last one. Do you, do you have any guesses? Mm. First of all, we forgot to say Happy New Year, everybody. Apparently it's 2023 by the time this episode comes out. That is true. So, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> I'm trying to do the, uh, the, whatever those things are called. The noisemaker thingies? Yes, yes, noisemakers. Should all the quit? No, I'm not going to make it. No. listen to the whole thing. Um, I am going to say Vegas and or the MGM, or um, Caesar's Palace. You are correct on right? that. Okay. Yes. Is it a pre? Is it a prequel to the disaster that Lee did a script on? Is that no, what you No, it's, it's a prequel to a disaster we have done before. Really? Uh, yes. The MGM Grand Fire? Mm-mm. We did that in Vegas. Um, is it a prequel to something that happened in Vegas? No, uh, oh, no okay. it's not. Okay. To that particular same person who also happened to be in Vegas that day, yes. <laughs> gotcha. Um, but he was somewhere else in the other episode. This must be a sports thing. It is. Okay. So, but I mean, you, you were getting closer. Um, but, uh, is it a fight or I mean, some? No. Okay. So this is the Evil Knievel Caesar's Palace jump. We've already done an Evil Knievel jump. We have. Oh, it was this the, is a different, oh, this this is is a different one. Evil Knievel. I gotcha. Yes. Oh hey, my goodness, yes. that's right. It was he Snake has, River Canyon yes. he jumped. He, yes. has, he has many failed <laughs> jumps. And I, I specifically remember when we did that mm-hmm. episode being like, Hey, if I need to go to the well here or there, <laughs> like I could just do another one. We'll just keep doing the the career of Evil Knievel. Yes, I mean we you kind of can. I mean it is his well, life and career is a bit of a disaster. I mean, I guess you try enough, and you're gonna fail enough too. Especially when you're trying to fly 140 feet in the air uh, on a motorbike that does not have even close to the suspension systems oh, and things that that they have today. So th- this is interesting. This is two ep- two episodes in a row that happen at the same venue. Yes, it mm. is. So did we see footage of this? I feel like we watched something on I this. don't think we have. It's no? possible. I mean, a lot of people have seen this footage. Okay. We are going to watch it at the end of this episode <laughs> because fun. I've got it queued up mm. on, uh, on the tubes of you. Mm-hmm. So... On December 31st, 1967. Oh, how cool. So, it was a very, uh, and it was. New Year's Eve. 60, no, 55 years ago, exactly. Yes, it Basically, will be. by the time this comes out, mm-hmm. more or less. Little known daredevil at the time, mm-hmm. Evil Knievel would attempt one of his most famous stunts. Attempt being the keyword. <laughs> Having previously performed motorcycle jumps for small to medium-sized crowds in Missoula, Montana and Barstow, California earlier in the year, the aspiring daredevil had much bigger plans to show off his utter lack of self-preservation. Oh, dear. He had an idea to jump his Triumph motorcycle, the brand he was using before switching to his signature Harley-Davidson later in his career. So Isn't he, a Triumph kind of one of those old school... I think they still make them. Do they? Okay. Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> um, but yeah, that, this was back at a time where they were like... You know, I don't think Harley was the main thing. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I think there were a couple different... Gotcha. Or maybe not. I don't know. I don't know too much about motorcycles. Yeah, same. 
So he wanted to jump his Triumph motorcycle across the famed Caesar's Palace fountain that had become oh. an iconic part of the Las Vegas Strip. Huh. Now, it's not the same fountain as the one that we saw. That's the Bellagio, the one that we saw with the right. f- That's lights what I, and the fire. Right. Or, yeah, the, yeah, the music and all right. that. Right. Caesar's Palace has its own. I don't remember uh, that. I mean... I, I'm not sure if you went there. I, I did. I don't know that I did. I ventured over you, there. You went there while I was in my seminar, mm-hmm. I think. Yep. Yeah. No, I don't think I ever went to Caesar's. I don't Caesar's. think you did. That's funny. Yeah. Next time around. Because it was like four or five casinos down from where we were. It wasn't close. And it was kind of in the opposite direction we were tending to go, right? Mm-hmm. No. Yep. But uh, yeah, I did go there because okay. I, was, I was just like Caesar's Palace. Like, I gotta go. Yeah, it's iconic for yeah. sure. That's where, I, that's where I, I went around the corner. There was that giant oh, ass that's TV right. the, the, the mm-hmm. size of a building. Mm-hmm. And I was like... I want to watch something here. <laughs> well, I'm guessing if he's trying to jump over the fountain, it is a sizable fountain. It is sizable, okay. yes. And the, the fountain itself, the one he attempts to jump over, again, also looks different than it does today. Obviously, yeah, they, yeah, They've done fair. some, mm-hmm. but... Because uh, this would have been like the... I mean, it's... Vegas is starting this to would have been like the. Up, right? This would have literally been like the mobster <clears throat> heyday. Of Vegas. We're talking yeah. 1967. Yeah. So, Vegas is making a name for itself. Yeah. But yeah. And this is also uh, like the Rat Pack. Oh, they're, yes. they're around yes. at this time and uh-huh. probably always there. Uh-huh. Committing <laughs> sexual assaults and Ugh, probably. Uh, domestic violence and yeah. other horrible, <laughs> heinous crimes. Yes. So, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. 1967 yeah. Las Vegas, everybody. <laughs> come, come get some. Yeah. I mean, Goodness. this is literally when there's, you know, where they're burying guys out in the desert. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, which probably mm-hmm. still happens, but it happened quite a bit back then. Yeah. So, yes, he's. this is what he's looking to do. He's like, yeah, let's... Yeah, let's do that. Let's try that. So this is meant to be, like, his breakout performance oh, yeah. he's looking for. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So let's just say that things didn't work out as planned. Oh, no. Or as we will find out, things were not very well planned at all. Yeah. And the lack of planning <clears throat> and the incident would launch Robert Craig Evil Knievel... <laughs> Into international fame for better or for worse. Oh goodness! So this is the stunt that puts him on the map. So it it actually did work. This was his breakout performance. Yeah. It wasn't a successful performance. Well, it was his breakout performance. <laughs> oh no! Ha ha ha! Oh no! I, I guess we'll get a not a a body count, but a um, well, we know a this broken is, bone count. We know this is all bad things. So yes. this is our New Year's mm-hmm. Eve party sewed. Gotcha. Nothing, uh, you know, no better party than watch a guy try to kill himself on a on a motorcycle jumping mm-hmm. off ramps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Off of something, off of a technology at that time. Oh my goodness. Is is not made at all for what no. he's trying to do. No, no, no. It's just no. not even close. It had like two horsepower. Or whatever. Oh no, no, no! The horsepower. It was the weight of the bikes back oh, then. Oh, they were, they were, they not were the, heavy as the shit. Fiberglass. Hell tech, no! High not, tech stuff. Not, yeah, not yeah. when he was doing it. That's true. That probably weighed a trillion pounds. I mean, they weren't light. That's yeah. that's for damn sure. I mean, now stunt bikes are stunt bikes. They're fucking. Yeah. They they weigh probably as much as air does. Right. You know what I mean? You can by f- design. Yeah, obviously. You can yeah. fly all over the place on them, mm-hmm. but that's. That is not the case with these bikes. In 1967. No. Um, so uh, we're going to do a brief history of Evil Knievel, because obviously I did a longer right. history in the episode That was a while back. I, I'm trying to remember when we did that. Mm, goodness knows. I, I will get into that. Oh, okay. So just a quick rundown of the life um, and career of Evil Knievel before we get into this particular incident. So we had previously covered an Evil Knievel jump, or in this case, attempted jump, 
earlier this year, all the way back in episode 251, where we covered his doomed Snake River Canyon jump. Uh-huh. 251, you said? Mm-hmm. That took place really? in 1974. That was only 36 episodes yeah, ago. Yeah, so it was earlier this year. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, I guess no. so. No. That's, I looked no. it up. No. Yes. Because it was right after the Dale Earnhardt, which was 250. Oh my goodness. So, I, I did look it up, yes. That is when we did Where has this year gone? I don't know. Happy New Year. <laughs> wow. So that, the Snake River Canyon jump is 1974, so we're in 1967. Oh, okay. For, the, for this mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. So in case anyone missed that episode, or in, uh, mm-hmm. or in the case that we have new listeners, I just wanted to provide a recap. Yeah. So Robert Craig Evil Knievel mm-hmm. was born in Butte, Montana on October 17th, 1938, the first of two children born to Robert and Anne Marie Knievel before they divorced in 1940. Can you repeat the birth date? Uh, October 17th. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I thought you said October 28th. That was actually my grandpa's birthday. Oh, okay. But he was actually born a couple years before Evil Knievel. He was, yes. So Evil Knievel would have been... 29? 84. Uh, oh, went for this incident? Yes. Yeah. Yes, he would have been. Okay. Yep. October 17th. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so... So his parents were divorced in 1940. He was essentially raised by his grandparents. Okay. So his grandfather took him to a Joy Chitwood. That is a person's name. That is a man's name. Joy Chitwood? Joy Chitwood. J-O-I-E. Joy Chitwood. Joy Chitwood auto daredevil show at the age of eight where he caught the stuntman bug that would forever change his life from that moment on. Wow. He would drop out of high school his sophomore year to go work in the copper mines, and while focusing on what he referred to as motorbiking in his spare time, you also have to remember, like, at this time, Mm -hmm. we're we're talking about earlier than 67, we're talking 57, or or early 60s at this point, motorcycles are still kind of a new thing. They're Mm -hmm. they're not... They're, like, associated with greasers and stuff, right? Well, well, probably at the time, but motorcycles really gained popularity after World War II. Like not mm-hmm. not that they weren't around before that, sure. but at post World War II, mm-hmm. because so many troops learned how to use them overseas uh, oh, and okay, stuff. Oh, okay, gotcha. They mm-hmm. they wanted to have their own when they when they got back mm-hmm. home. So this is in that period of time where motorcycle mm-hmm. motor biking mm-hmm. is really taking off. I do I do not, and I have like friends and stuff who love motorcycles and ride. I don't get I've, it. I've never never driven one. I've been on one. So I've ridden on you one. You know, no shade, but. It feels very dangerous. Yeah, I mean, I was a little kid the last time I did it, and it was my neighbor's uh, dad, and we just went around the neighborhood. Oh, sure. No, so. I, I've literally never been on a motorcycle. I don't think you could pay me to get on one. At this way. point, just, I mean, I don't see what the point would be at this yeah, point. It's, it's like there would it would have been something I would, would have done in my twenties. I would not have. But. but yeah, plenty of people did uh, where I grew up too. There were plenty of dirt bikes and stuff like that. So yeah. oh yeah, I mean, there are plenty of <clears throat> fields. Mm-hmm. That's places true. To make places where there's and, empty spaces. Mm-hmm, and, shit like that. Um, and make poor decisions. Yes. Um, so now he's he's working in the copper mines. So he's just trying to get his mm-hmm. trying to get his life going. And I'm sorry, where was this again? This is in Butte, Montana. Butte. Okay. So he was eventually promoted to surface duty, where he would learn to operate an earth mover. It doesn't say specifically okay. which type an earth mover could be. Several things. It could be a backhoe. It could I be gotcha. A, mm-hmm. But. I'm going to go with the backhoe just for this story. Okay. <laughs> so, Knievel was fired from his job at the Copper Mines when he made the Earth Mover do a motorcycle-type wheelie. <laughs> wheelie. He popped a wheelie. Which is why I want it to be the backhoe. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> like, like, 
so it'll catch and like you know uh, and accidentally drove it into Butte's main power line. Oh, no. Leaving the city without electricity for oh, several no. hours. Oh, no. Evil. <laughs> so can you imagine, like, fucking around that, like, I got really bored at work as a security guard. We've got stories of that. We've yes, got, gonna... yes. Including burning out many a golf cart. <laughs> yes. But that's still not taking out power to a major city. And, and I've never, well, I've never driven an earth mover for one. And if I did, like the last thing I would like, hey, man, like, how, do you, pop a wheelie. how do you do a wheelie in this thing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, so that's, uh, so that kind of gives you an idea of where this guy was. No. Well, his career kind of gives you an idea of where he was coming from. <laughs> and it makes sense that this is how it started. Mm-hmm. So after attempting 75 ramp-to-ramp motorcycle jumps in his career... Knievel succumbed to pulmonary disease in 2007. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. He passed away at his home in Clearwater, Florida at the age of 69. Mm-hmm. So now that we know the person, place, and event, let's get into the planning stage of the stunt, the, shall the we? The or planning stage. Or the... Well... <laughs> we'll, put, we'll figure it out. <laughs> I, I think I need to be going this fast. <laughs> the play it by... We'll play it by ear. Yeah, it's only let's a... Let's not get into that yeah. just yet phase. <laughs> It's only life and death. Yeah, right? So the setup. Mm -hmm. All right, now the details involving the preparation of the jump changed depending on who was being asked, Uh apparently. So what is agreed upon is that Evil Knievel no doubt suckered Caesar's Caesar's Palace palace owner Jay Sarno into agreeing to let him do the stunt. Oh, wow. To get Sarno's attention, Knievel peppered him with prank phone calls in which Knievel impersonated reporters... Asking about him. Business representatives <laughs> and lawyers and asked Sarno when and where the jump was taking place. Oh, how, how amateur. Actually. Well, I mean, remember, he's he's an unknown. At mm-hmm. this. He's got mm-hmm. to try whatever he's got to try to... I mean, the fact that it worked is... That's all kind of all you need to know. So in his, uh, so in his final call, um, to, again, to Jay Sarno... Mm-hmm. Knievel fronted as a lawyer representing Evil Knievel Enterprises and said his client had been flooded with phone calls asking him about when he was going to do the Caesar's Palace jump, which which Knievel masquerading as his own lawyer said his client knew nothing about. So the volume of calls had gotten so heavy that Knievel was considering suing Caesar's for using his name without permission. This is like the whole... Oh, this is his This this is is the whole bullshit, yes. Wow. But Knievel, again masquerading as his own lawyer, said he also represented musician Lawrence Welk and had to leave the next morning to go on tour with him <laughs> suggest, and suggested a meeting between Sarno and Knievel to uh-huh. discuss the jump. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's why I can't be there, but you talk to my client. You talk to my client, evil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> my client is evil. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I, like metal music isn't even a thing in yeah, 1967, right? and this guy's na- nickname is evil. Um, so that that last phone call got Knievel in the door. That's wild. And he and Sarno cut a deal. Knievel was to jump three times. On December 31st, then on January 3rd, and then on January 6th. Okay. He would receive a $4,500 um, bonus, which I'm like... <laughs> plus, a co- um, plus a complimentary room, food, and drinks yeah. from Caesars, and he would also get a percentage of the ticket revenue. Uh-huh. So, which is probably where, you know, that's... That's where he's looking to make the real scratch. Yeah. 
Well, plus the free room and board, that's pretty good. He's going to be there. He's going to be there at least a week. He gets to hang in Vegas <laughs> yeah. for free. Yeah, like literally hanging with mobsters and shit, probably. Uh, or, the, or the Rat Pack. Imagine, yeah, he's going to be celebrating New Year's and, well... Well, he had to see his we'll friend. See. He had to see his friend Lawrence Welkoff. <laughs> yeah, I remember. So yeah, so he's got a complimentary room, food, and drinks. So mm-hmm. we know he's getting schnuckered. Yeah, probably. And eating a lot, probably, mm-hmm. and yeah, who knows what else. <sighs> Knievel didn't prepare or participate much in the planning, leaving it mostly to his team. Without, <laughs> <laughs> Without the aid of computer modeling, motorcycle jumping uh, yeah. was done on a case-by-case basis 50 years ago. A so, case-by-case yeah, basis. Yeah, meaning, like, we had this set up, this happened, or it didn't. Does that mean, like, <laughs> like closing one eye and using your thumb for depth perspective? Yeah. Be like, that seems about the right distance. I mean, they some people, some people, maybe, were probably hoping we're using physics math. But oh, sure, pr- 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 sure. But, but then again, maybe not. Yeah. Like, these just sound like guys that were just like... Yeah, I think I can do it. <laughs> That's just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. You know, like the people that used to go over Niagara Falls in a barrel. Yes. Mm-hmm. It, it, like, why? Mm-hmm. Why would you do that? Because it's there. Yeah. So <laughs> I was, I was going to say, in that situation, I'll let somebody else do it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, Knievel didn't even use a speedometer, a speedometer or make test jumps. He relied on feel. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Yeah, you know that's uh, it, it's like you know, the, it, there's height, there's there's depth, there's width, there's velocity, and there's feel. Feel, let's be honest, does play a part even in modern day. It does play a part. It, it feel mm-hmm. quote but, unquote. But is, you don't want to you don't want to be solely going off of that. No. <laughs> which is no. which is apparently that's he's just like yeah, yeah. That th- seems about yeah, right. I think, yeah, think so. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. What's the worst that could happen? Oh. So get this, you were kind of joking about this before. Oh no. The ramps were angled using a naked eye and were built... Oh no! were built out of two-by-fours and plywood. What? <laughs> I mean, there's a rig, too. Like, you'll see when we... Okay. You know, I mean, it's not like, you know, it mm-hmm. sounds like something like kids in the neighborhood would make yeah it's a little it's bit more, more sophisticated. a little bit more sophisticated than that but not much yeah <laughs> i mean so yeah i mean this is you read about this shit like from back in this time and you're like why you're like how like like they didn't have the internet they, they didn't i guess have not like entertainment yeah it's like they had two channels on the television i was watching something on the Civil War? No, on, yes, it was on the Civil War. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just commentary between these two historians. And one of them was just like, well, you know what? Like in like 1861, there wasn't a whole hell of a lot to do. So Yeah, <laughs> so, that's true. Well, so getting, the thing is. So getting into a war, he was like, right. he was like, this time, he was like, war is still pretty much face to face. He's like, right. there's still a romanticism about it. Right. You know? So. Jeez. <laughs> well, the, the thing is, it's like, this is what baby boomers were doing when they were like kids and teenagers and now they're running all the countries <laughs> do we trust these people well to they're do about that? to stop they're they're all get they're all aging out thank oh, wow. thankfully not that our generations like produce uh, yeah. a bunch of winners either uh, speak for your generation mm-hmm. mr xer no that's true rye gen xer that's right <laughs> um so yeah so this is this is what we're working with, like just thumbing it. Yep. 
<laughs> plywood yeah. two befores. Been like, it's been like eh, 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 right there. That seems right. That lines up with my thumb. That feels right. <laughs> that's, that's got the right feel to it. So, um, when Jay Sarno's secretary, Evelyn Cappadona, asked Knievel about preparation, Knievel said, quote, you don't understand, Evelyn. This is a one-shot deal. You do it or you don't, unquote. He mansplained (laughs) his idiot idea to his assistant. He's just like, hey, you know, like, why why prepare? Look, man, look, you gotta, you gotta just feel it, man. Uh, did uh did did Mr. Knievel partake of substances becoming popular at this time? He this actually sounds kind of like a druggie. Uh, no, he wasn't. He definitely drank. I don't know oh. if he was druggy or not. Oh, that's worse when operating a motor. Well, we're, we're, oh, we'll, we'll we'll get into that. Uh, so Knievel would later be closely identified with Harley Davidson motorcycles, mm-hmm. but he jumped the fountains. Uh. On a, he attempted to jump the fountains mm-hmm. on a Triumph T120. It was heavy and primitive by modern standards with rudimentary shock absorbers. Mm-hmm. So the jump distance was 141 feet. Knievel would take off from the ramp at an estimated 80 to 90 miles an hour. Estimated. Accuracy There's isn't. No it's, speedometer. it's not that. It's not that important anyway, right? Accuracy, like you, you the... want to hit the ramp at like this particular speed. You're like, no, 80, 80 to nine, like right in there. So, Somewhere. so here's here's a good story that that's pertinent to my grandpa. Um, when I was, I had maybe been, I had, I think I had just gotten my driver's license, like beyond my permit, my full driver's license. I was seventeen, and uh, we had my family had my grandpa's. Old Chevy Astro. A van? Yeah. Oh, okay, the uh-huh. Astro van, yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, this is the same one that eventually burst into flames in the parking lot. There you go. And our, um, uh, our good thing it was a fire apartment chair. building. Oh, he, this was at our apartment building. Our apartment building's maintenance man, Roberto, came to us and was just like, Fuego, Fuego! <laughs> and we had to run down because there's a fire. Um, but the speed, so it had an electric speedometer, electronic speedometer, mm-hmm. you know, that showed yeah. the digits, yep. um, that broke. So <laughs> very early days with me driving, so you didn't know how no fast speedometer. You were going. <laughs> yeah, super fun. And uh, you cannot just go with traffic because this is Miami we're talking yeah, about. So so. Not, yeah, that's, that's nuts. That is, that is for damn sure. Yeah, that was fun. So he would be jumping, um, from the, uh, from ramp to ramp, from the north to the south. Okay. So while in production for the jump, Knievel attended a boxing match where he met the husband of actress Linda Evans, director oh. John Derrick. I kind of okay. heard of Linda Evans, John oh, Derrick. Oh, yeah, I've have, heard of Linda Evans. Yeah, I have no idea who John yeah. Derrick is, but oh, apparently same. he was the director. Uh, so being the constant self-promoter that he is, Knievel got John Derrick to agree to doing a documentary about the jump. Oh my goodness. And about Knievel's life up to that moment. Like what she's... <laughs> Did he just make a bunch of calls to him? Like, like... <laughs> oh, where's that new documentary we've been he... hearing so much about? Well, no, it, it, I got the sense that they met like at the boxing match and he probably was just chatting him up. And, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm about to do in a couple mm-hmm. days? Fucking those fountains out front? Mm-hmm. <laughs> then jump over them. <laughs> oh my god. Evil, evil, evil. Um, so yeah, he just, by happenstance, meets this director, and he's like, hey. Why don't you film me? Yeah. Uh, which turns out to be, like, talk about serendipity. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they even came up uh, with a title for the documentary, which they named... The Need for Speed? 
why, quote unquote. W-H-Y? W-H-Y. Like, why? Like, why are you doing this? They named it Y. Yeah. I thought that was pretty clever. Anyway, apparently you do not. Why? (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Derek brought two cameras to Caesar's Palace to film the jump. He manned one, which panned the crowd in the jump site, his wife and actress Linda Evans. Oh! Then the star of the TV Western series, The Big Valley. I don't know that I've heard of that, actually. Guessing, um, the big valley. Guessing it involved, um, you know, valleys, cowboys, and Indians. Yeah, something it, like that. It yeah. was definitely. It sounds like a bonanza era something type like that. thing. Yeah. Do you know bonanza lasted for like twenty seven seasons or something like absolutely bizarre? Really? Maybe not that many. Hey Siri. That's a lot. That's that's many seasons. How many seasons did bonanza last for? Here's what I found from Wikipedia. 14 Bonanza. seasons. That's 14 seasons. That's less than 27. It is, but it's, it's <laughs> many. <laughs> that is many. Michael Landon was in it before he played Pop. Oh, Ingles. yeah, I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I know that name. Mm-hmm. And he died of cancer? I think I he think? did, yeah, yeah, at not a very old age. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so, yes, his wife operated a smaller camera um, at, the end oh. of the, at the end of the jump. Okay. The movie was never made. The night before the jump, Derek pulled out when Knievel told him that the jump would be a failure. What? Derek, <laughs> Why did he do that? I don't know. Well, he did always, like, second guess and doubt himself. That He went through the same process before the Snake River Canyon jump. He was just Well, like, he had good reason to doubt himself. Yes, he did. But <laughs> I think the first clue was that he wanted to name the thing Y. <laughs> yeah. well, well, the first clue is that he's trying to do this jump in the first place. That's true. Uh, so, so... Uh, Derek, horrified, said he wouldn't want to glorify a tragedy. Oh, yeah. He said he'd filmed the jump because it was too late for Knievel to find anyone else to shoot it. Mm. But he he just would scrap the documentary. Right. Uh, The decision to ultimately give in and film the stunt turned out to be one of the greatest decisions regarding Knievel's daredevil career as the footage from the stunt was shown on news and sports broadcasts worldwide. It was, like, at the time, like, a viral video for the time. Right, right. I bet it was on, like, what is it, ABC's Wide World of Sports? We are going to get into Ah! that. So now that we have gone uh, through the whole setup, Mm -hmm. through some of Evil's career at this point, um, let's get to the event event itself Mm -hmm. and, and learn what happens when you... Yeah, somewhat prepare for for a jump. <laughs> when you feel a jump. Yeah. In a motorcycle, or as my dad has like always a, called them, murder sickles. Like, uh, how am I going to do this? I don't know. I just left it up to my team. I just left it up to my team, man. They're just going to tell me. They said go 80 to 90. Like, somewhere There's in no there. There's no speedometer, but I'll feel it, man. Yeah, I'll, I'll feel, feel it. it. You know, it's like jazz. You got to boop 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 Yeah, well, he's... Like, yeah. remember when Michael Scott <laughs> said that playing... Uh, basketball was like jazz in that early episode. He's like, beep, 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 and somebody just steals the ball from him. <laughs> I don't remember that, but that is pretty funny. So now we are on to the jump itself. Well, the quote <laughs> well, jump. Well, he did, he did jump. <laughs> it's just matter <laughs> of where he landed. <laughs> I mean, I, I, never, well, it is, I never mentioned anything about landing. <laughs> it is a fountain. Well, we, we shall we shall see. Did he make a big splash? We shall see, and then we shall see. Oh, okay. Because we, we will watch mm-hmm. it. Uh, so on December 31st, 1967, Robert Craig, Evil Knievel, would be attempting the longest jump of his short career at the time. 141 feet. Or okay. just about half of an American football field. It doesn't... 
Well, I say it doesn't seem very long. It doesn't seem like it. (laughs) But. That's only, you know. It doesn't seem. I just, I'm just gonna thumb it and just gonna <laughs> feel it out. Just be like, "Yep, yeah, I can do that." Right. Yeah, I can shimmy up that tree. Sure. <laughs> so Knievel did his normal pre-jump routine in order to psych himself into doing the performance. What is his pre? Well, he sped his motorcycle up and down the entrance ramp, trying to get a feel for how okay. fast he would need to go. Like, who needs math, right? Yeah. Like, or speedometer. Yeah, you know, trigonometry or. Like physics. a physics major, like you know, it's like chaos math person. You probably need one of those too. Maybe Ian Malcolm, yes. please. Yeah. Well, remember that um, that episode of uh, of Silicon Valley. Remember they the guy is planning for this big jump, and they they realize that he's gonna die. Oh like yes, I do kind of remember and they, that. And they don't tell him because <laughs> because he wanted to get with the guy's girlfriend. Oh. <laughs> But he figures that. it out at the end that uh-huh, he like like uh-huh. he he wouldn't have made it mm-hmm. like that jump, but whatever. That's what it kind of. It's like you need one of those guys right. here, but mm-hmm. apparently they didn't think so, mm-hmm. or maybe just one of those guys just didn't exist in 1967. Like, who's the guy that's going to analyze how much speed we need right. to jump over the the fountains at Caesar's Palace? Right. Mm-hmm. Like. The only kind of people that must have existed were like Hollywood stunt people. Yes, uh huh. Being yeah. like the car is gonna go off this ramp at this speed. Uh-huh. I'm hoping they in Hollywood were doing it uh-huh. safer, at the, but uh-huh. we know they weren't. No. So <laughs> anyway, yeah, people were just fucking nuts in this time. This time, I, I mean, think our, it's, uh, it's changed. Uh, yeah, yeah, it just that's changed true. into the medium and the style. <laughs> So, so after doing this several times, this being like going up and down the ramp, just, <laughs> yeah. yeah, just being like, yeah, this feels about eighty. To yeah, 90. this feels this feels good. I'm liking this. So after doing that about several times, he rode his motorcycle close to the roped-off crowd to get the crowd more and more amped up for the stunt. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like revving his engine and all. That. Oh yeah, and like like shit, like mm-hmm. slapping people on the hand mm-hmm. and people being like, "Man, I'm gonna watch somebody die!" Like in fucking <laughs> like, like in like a couple, very real possibility. Like, like in a couple minutes. Very real possibility. <laughs> like I hope I've got a good angle of this. Mm-hmm. Hope my Polaroid catches this. <laughs> Zapruder was there with his little, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> his little camera. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I see. Like with events like this, I imagine like what it would have been like if everybody had had a smartphone, right? Like especially for like the JFK assassination. Oh, like what if everybody had a smartphone for that? You know. Then there would have been a thousand magic yeah, bullets. There, there, or I was gonna say there'd be a million more theories, and exactly. we somebody else would have just shot JFK again just for the fact that he got shot and right. came up with all these theories. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> yeah. and then again. Yes. Um, so, then he made his way to the beginning of the ramp, took his usual pre-jump swig of wild turkey. Oh my god, evil. There are reports he took more than one for this particular oh jump. Oh my god. And off he went. Oh, Jesus. Or as Simon, Simon Cowell would say, off you go. Off you go. <laughs> Knievel's speed heading to the apex of the takeoff ramp was right where he felt he needed it to be. Uh-huh. <laughs> When he hit the takeoff portion of the takeoff ramp, Knievel felt his Triumph T120 TT Special 650cc uh-huh. motorcycle uh-huh. decelerate unexpectedly. <laughs> the sudden loss of power on the takeoff caused Knievel to come up short of the landing ramp, and he landed on the safety ramp instead, which was only supported by a van 
We'll, you'll be able to see wait, that. What? Wait, wait, wait. It, it sounds weird. J I'll just try. let me get through it. You'll be able to see okay, it. Okay. Okay. In the footage. Mm -hmm. So basically, this cardboard or plywood thing is uh -huh. on top of a van, just in case he misses the main ramp. Because, okay. because if he misses the main ramp, he is going to get decapitated most likely. If he comes up by short what? of it. By coming by coming up short and his he will be going into the ramp with his head instead of with his bike. Oh, okay. Okay. I I get the principle, so that's, but I'll I'm uh, sure yeah. I'll visualize it once yes. we see it. Yeah. Um so that's why they put that safety ramp okay. there at the last second. They're like, Well, if he comes up short, oh like this isn't gonna be good. <laughs> so th there was almost a live decapitation at season. Uh, there could have there could have been if they Jesus. if they didn't put that safety ramp there at the last second. Um so uh uh so yes, the the safety ramp, which was placed mm -hmm. there at the last minute in case Knievel came up short, which would likely have led him to being decapitated. Oh my god. Landing short of the main landing ramp caused the handlebars to be ripped out of his hands, flipping Knievel over the front of the motorcycle. Oh, so geez. he's going yeah. Yeah. head Classic. first. Yep, yeah. head first, right over the handlebars. Head over handlebars. Yeah, yeah. which we've all done on a bike at least once. <laughs> on, I never on a have. regular you never oh mm -hmm. I I definitely have. No, but I didn't I, you know, I didn't learn to ride a two-wheeler until I was, like, eight, and um, it took an ex exorbitant amount of time for me to learn how to do that, and then I never tried anything difficult, so. Okay. Well, no, you tried to make a bass guitar. That's pretty difficult. No, on the bike, I mean. Yeah, no, I, I know what you mean. <laughs> I thought you meant you never tried anything difficult again. No, I've right. done many difficult things. Yes, you have. Just not on bicycles, or any sickles. <laughs> any sickles of any kind. Mm-hmm. So he proceeded to tumble and skid across the Caesar's Palace parking lot. Oh, no! Coming to a stop at the Dunes Casino parking lot next door after tumbling and skidding hundreds of feet on the pavement. So did he overshoot the fountain or undershoot? You'll be able, you'll okay, be able okay, to see. Okay. He's actually going in between it. That's the thing. Like he's good. Oh, okay, okay. It's, the fountain is on either side. Oh, he's I He's gotcha. trying to jump like the length okay. of it and kind of go over it. It's kind of okay. Okay. It looks like an illusion, kind of. I gotcha. But, but uh, so he skids out in the parking lot. Oh yeah. Actually, he skids out in the next door parking lot. <laughs> and line. that's where that's how fucking far he went. <laughs> literally, oh literally wound up next door. Um. So Knievel was carried to an ambulance and rushed to Southern Nevada Memorial Hospital. Jeez. Being conscious the entire time. Oh, no. That's no that's, good. That's not good. No, you don't want to be conscious during that. He suffered a crushed pelvis, femur, uh, crushed femur, fractures to his hip, both wrists, and both ankles, Ugh. and was also diagnosed with a concussion. Oh. <laughs> no <laughs> yeah. shit. No shit. <laughs> that seems like the least of his concerns right now. The <laughs> yes. crushed pelvis sounds like the sounds most pretty serious bad. to me. Um, there, and they'll, in the little documentary I'm going to bring mm -hmm. up, they'll... They'll get into, they'll say that he was in a coma for 29 or 30 days, something like that. Uh -huh. Apparently that's a myth. Oh, okay, so, okay. Um, the, the other stuff, obviously, when you see what happens, oh, you'd be course. like... You'd be like he, he was you'd be like, genuinely yes. injured. You'd be like, yes, he definitely broke bones. Oh, no. So he was released from the hospital on crutches on February 12th, 1968, 43 days oh, after the crash. Oh my goodness, I was going to say that's like six weeks. So the aftermath... <laughs> bones i imagine <laughs> eventually in, in more failed stunts yes like, <laughs> like he's he hasn't even done snake river canyon yeah yet. he hasn't That's even failed snake, snake river, river canyon's canyon. seven years from now oh my goodness <laughs> oh evil <clears throat> evil evil so the failed stunt gained national attention almost immediately 
And Evil Knievel gained celebrity status from that moment on. Yeah, in a way, <laughs> failing so spectacularly <laughs> oh, yeah. actually was really good for his uh, reputation. Oh it's, oh, it's a spectacular failure. Yeah. Like, one you can't literally can't recreate. Because that's when you're like, oh, wow, he really is a daredevil. Because you see what happens when it fails. <laughs> this motherfucker really tried it. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh-huh. lived, and lived to tell about it. Right, and then kept doing it. So, when ABC's Wide World yeah. of Sports aired the footage that was shot by director John Derrick a few mm-hmm. weeks later, Knievel gained international notoriety. Mm-hmm. It's the footage shot by Derrick's actress wife, Linda Evans, that became the most famous, oh. as it shows Knievel missing the jump, tumbling oh. over the handlebars, and dragging across the pavement. Jeez. <laughs> so, <clears throat> wow. Knievel would jump again just five months later in Scottsdale, Arizona, where he attempted to jump over a line of 13 cars set up vertically. Okay. He crash-landed on this attempt <laughs> as well, only breaking his left leg and fracturing his left foot this time. Oh, that's time. nothing. So it's no big deal. <laughs> yeah, just, just a couple. Yeah. So on April 14th, 1989, Robbie Knievel, mm-hmm. no doubt mm-hmm. Evil Knievel's son, mm-hmm. successfully jumped the Caesars Palace Fountain, redeeming oh. his father's attempt. Was it, though, really a redemption? Nah, I mean, well, Robbie did it, but for, Ro- for Robbie's sake, it was. <laughs> He's like, the one thing that my dad... <laughs> the one thing that my dad didn't get to do! He didn't fail the job! <laughs> it's true. He probably was, like, a teenager. I, like being I, I doubt it, because he was a daredevil, too. These yeah. these guys are just fucking cut from a different cloth. Oh, it must be genetic. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Lots of brain damage in those genes. Or, so, as my dad has always said, Dane Bramage. Dane Bramage, Yes. So, so yes, Robbie. Robbie can you? I'm gonna do better than my dad. Yes. So, um, on July eighth, two thousand eighteen. Okay. The most well-known modern-day dare daredevil, Travis Pastrana. Oh, never heard of him. Okay, I, I can show you that jump as well. Yeah. Uh, I've shown you his before. He's the first guy to ever do a double backflip on a. I've shown it to you. Okay. Anyway, Tra- you. Travis Pastrana. Successfully recreated Evil Knievel's failed Caesar's Palace fountain jump, uh-huh. wearing a replica of Knievel's iconic racing suit. Did he and also I, not have a speedometer, do it by he, feel, he and have a weird wooden no, ramp? Okay. No, he did none of those things. Okay. He had like a team of like actual like engine like engineers, physicists, and engineers stuff, yeah. and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he was no idiot. <laughs> hey guys, uh, you think you want to put this ramp together? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> So uh, he was, yes, he was wearing a, do you know what, uh, like, Knievel's, like, racing suit? It's got, like, the stars and stripes. Kind yeah. of, I think, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, so he was uh-huh. wearing that. Oh, okay. Um, and he successfully recreated the jump. <gasps> That's what we watched together. It might have been. Yes, I yeah. knew this all sounded really familiar. That's what we watched together. Yeah, I was yes, going to say, I know yes. I've shown you uh-huh. Travis Pastrana videos. Yes, we've, we've watched that together. Yeah. Um, so he also, he was doing this for an event called Evil Live. So it was basically a bunch of guys doing crazy ass stunts. It wasn't a metal concert. It was not. Oh, well, they probably had that too. It is Vegas. Um, so it was at an event called Evil Live, where he also successfully attempted several other failed Evil Knievel stunts. Because okay. mm-hmm. he did them with like measurements and like modern <laughs> and motor qualifications. Yeah. Apparently, for that jump, for the Caesars, for the fountain jump, mm-hmm. he used like a bike similar. But let's face it, he's like, like I'm not, not taking. Yeah, he's a, like he's a like heavy ass. Bike. He's like we'll just stick a Triumph logo on it. Yes, we'll pretend. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. So that was the story 
of the oh, evil wow. Knievel, Caesar's Palace jump. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Are we going to watch the video? Oh, yes. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we don't usually do that, do we? We did for um, Bert Troutman. Yes, we did. All right. So here, here we go. Here we go. So this is like a documentary. Okay. Just, so this is something different. Okay. Was that it? That, that's not no, it. Okay. That's, that's a different crash. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's not moving. Both legs, both lungs collapse, and his aorta is ripped from his heart. But he survived. His aorta is ripped from his heart? Is that what they said? I guess so. How is that physically possible? Was because someone moved his landing ramp during the night. Oh, really? What? Where's the actual. Here we go. Okay. King of motorcycle daredevils is Evil Knievel. For three decades, the entire world was a witness of his success. I think this is actually an ABC Wild World of Sports okay. uh, clip. Yeah, recap thing. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> Papa Lily. Look at all the people there for it, though. Yeah. Oh, watch this. So that's the side camera. Here he goes. Oh, no. Here he goes. Oh, no! Oh, no! oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <gasps> He looked like a crash test dummy. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what he looks like. He was completely limp. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at him still tumbling. He's... Oh, my God. So that's the that's the footage from the actress. That's Linda Evans. Yes. Oh, my That's her footage. Oh, my goodness. He looked like a rag doll. He did. Yeah. Well, like, it, literally like what you said, like a crash test yes. dummy. Yes. You know where their limbs are all yeah. askew? Well, he came over the bars, hit his head. Uh huh. So, but they said he was conscious when they got so. But he was concussed. Oh still, yeah. So. Oh for sure. Wow. Oh my goodness. Evil Knievel. Why? Well, <laughs> that was the documentary. Why? <laughs> yeah. See. Why? Made now sense. I get why they <laughs> were gonna name it. Totally that. made sense. Why? <laughs> no good reason. No good reason at all. Wow. So yeah, I I was looking up. Um, like, like I was going to do, at first I was going to do, like, a, a history of, like, dropping the ball in New York City. Oh, okay. But uh -huh. it was so, but and there have been some disasters. Yeah. No fatalities that I saw. But, like, problems with the ball and stuff like that. But they were all, all the articles were so short. I was like, I can't. It's hard to. And it's like, if you're bouncing around from year to year, I'm like, eh. We did that for Macy's. We, but kind it, it kind of made sense for that one, though. Yeah, I gotcha. Um, but, yeah, and I was just looking up, I'm like. Mm -hmm. You know, famous events that have happened like New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. Mm -hmm. And that was like one of the first things I saw. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, I remember seeing this the last time I did the research because I've because that that crash before. Like, I've seen that before. Like, we all saw that footage growing up, mm. you know, because you know, when was I was a famous. Well, when I was a little kid, Evil Knievel was still doing that shit. Yeah. Still jumping. And, well, they were saying three decades. Yeah. He did it for a long mm -hmm. time. So. Yeah, so everybody like growing up would fucking seen that and be like, "Holy shit!" What did Mrs. <laughs> Evil think of this? I'm not. I'm not sure if there wasn't. I think there was there. A well, Mrs. I mean, Evil? there was a there was a kid. That's not to say that there had to be a Mrs. That's Evil, true. But uh -huh. I don't know. Oh my goodness! The Mrs. The Mrs. Just probably made sure that her signature was on all the life insurance <laughs> that's forms. That's right. That's right. <laughs> just make sure that dude's well insured. Although he may have been impossible to insure. Really? Oh, I'm I'm sure. Like. What's the famous 
company that insures like people's legs and stuff. If oh, they need Lloyd's to. of London. Lloyd's of uh-huh. London. They probably would. They would have been like, uh, on further. Let them have been like, uh, let's not get into that You're just not yet. Not really a good risk. Yeah, you are going to die. Yes. Like maybe today. Yes. <laughs> if you keep eyeballing things, sir. Yeah. <laughs> not looking good. Yeah. Yeah, and he, he definitely couldn't go to like the, the mob for like a loan because they'd be like, "No, you're gonna die in like, a couple days." <laughs> It'd be like, like we no, can't, we like, can't be good doing, on it. Not doing that either. There's no collateral. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the bike is gonna be useless because the bike is gonna be torn and apart. You're gonna break your own legs anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he had to get paid out by promoters, mm-hmm. otherwise nobody was giving him anything. Mm-hmm. Well, it was clever the way he got in. <laughs> Right? Just made up this whole situation that didn't exist. A very, like, very Why American do you keep tale. using my client's name? He's going to sue you if we don't get something done. <laughs> and this this guy's probably like, fuck whatever. It's, it's probably like I, where he's just like, eh. yeah. Yeah. Like, That's so funny. That's so funny. Wow. Evil, 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 Knievel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I, I honestly think I had like his action figure when I was a little kid. I'm really? pretty sure I did. Because I had like a little motorcycle that came with it and everything. I'm pretty sure I did. <laughs> Could you bend it backwards and No, I think it, it was like... one of those, like there was like a string thing that you pulled oh. and it went. Actually, yeah, it did. I did have that. Yeah. How funny. I had that when I was like five or something like that. How funny. It broke after like the first day. Just those, like the... evil. Yeah, right? Those things always did. <laughs> they did. They did. Yes, very much so. Yes. Oh, well, that was a, that was a good one. Good New Year's episode fun one to send (laughs) everybody into 2023 yes exactly exactly well very good um i think my grandpa would have found that very funny too he probably remembered it i'll bet you he he might have seen it it and remembered it yeah Yeah, it's true he would have been in his he was 31 because it was a thing like it was such a shocking thing like people had heard of it yeah and then uh like a couple weeks later is what wide world of sports is like oh we got the footage Uh, here we go so i mean and again this is 1967 Mm -hmm. there's four tv channels Mm -hmm. so everyone who saw this was or heard about it was probably Uh like we got to fucking see this thing yep tonight on the wide world of sports watch somebody almost die That is pretty, <laughs> like, graphic if you think Remember, about it. Remember, kids, when you're making takeoff and entrance ramps, do a little bit more than thumb it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. Well, very good. All right. That was a two for today. Yes. Yeah. Been a long day. <laughs> so, that was the story of the evil Knievel Caesar's Palace jump. And this has been another episode of All Bad Things, the first of 2023. Mm. I'm Rachel. I'm David. We'll see you next week.